Mixtapes with Mike is now working in partnership with Black Circle Records, an independent record store based in Leighton Buzzard. No money is changing hands, but we will be working together on some promotions, so it would help us both out if you would take a second to follow Black Circle Records on Instagram or click the link in the show notes to check out their website. Welcome to Mixtapes with Mike, the podcast where I invite a guest to make us a mixtape of 10 tracks without using the same artist twice. We're going to talk about each song, and if you like the sound of what you hear, you can listen to the mixtape in full on Apple Music or Spotify by clicking the link in the show notes. So if you're the kind of person who'd like a new mixtape every Monday, you should subscribe to the podcast, and as ever, I would love you forever if you would take a second to leave a positive review on whatever platform you're listening on. I got a couple of really nice reviews this week, and and it really made me feel good about what I'm doing. It can feel like a bit of a thankless task putting a podcast out sometimes. You see the downloads ticking over, but sometimes just to hear from the people who are listening is really helpful and it, it really motivates me. So thank you very much for that. Um, I've had some downloads in some far-flung corners of the world this week. So Fernie and Whistler in Canada, Memphis, Dublin, Morzine, Sydney, Dianella, San Diego. Um, yeah, amazing. So if, if you're one of these people and you're listening to the podcast, please do get in touch and tell me what you like about it. You can email me at contactmixtapes at gmail.com or you can just send me a DM on Instagram. My profile is Mixtapes with Mike Podcast. Send me a message. Let me know who you are, why you're listening, what you like about it. It'd be really good to hear from people. Now, I did have a guest booked in for this week, but we had some technical issues that meant we couldn't record. So what I've decided to do is bring forward one of my bonus episodes that I record on stereo with fellow comedian Steph Tolev. Stereo is an app that will allow you to listen to a live podcast and send voice messages in whilst the conversation is taking place. So once a week, me and Steph get on there and we pick five tracks each for a different weekly theme and the listeners can chime in too. So this week's theme was music to travel to. Uh, and yeah, we had a lot of fun and I've quite enjoyed editing this episode. So uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Oh dear. How's the tea? What, what are we drinking? English breakfast? I assume all Brits just drink English breakfast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like it, the, the general every day is is like a, a Yorkshire tea. Okay. Yorkshire, Yorkshire is the shit as far as tea is concerned. Not a big tea. Not, I, I, I'm more of a coffee gal, and I've been drinking a lot of um, kombuchas. Do you like kombuchas? I do like kombuchas, but like, it's not something I pick up like in the in the local sort of like corner shop around here it's you, you tend to get it at coffee shops or hipster yeah. sort of hideouts um so like and it's the sort of thing that i would get all the time like when i'm out in a city with work because like i can i can do a bit of expensing you know to like get get my uh my customers coffees and stuff and i would always that, you know that's when i would pick stuff like that up but um it's it's not as easy to lay your hands on uh in your average town. Oh, we've got a message. We've got a message. Who, get who in there. Let's get it. Who could it be? Melvin. I would like to say hello to Mixtapes Mike and Steph Talef. Of course, I hope you're both having a miserable day and are well. I'm excited. Sorry I'm a little late, but I am very excited and I'm here. I'm now. Well, we now were... We... <laughs> Melvin, I'm not going to lie to you. We've been very upset that we didn't have you here and it was becoming alarming and I was... I need at least one listener to really sell this. It was I was very upset, Melvin. Thank you so much for being here. I needed well, that. Yeah, but you, you know I'm going to download the audio afterwards and turn it into a proper episode. And we've no, done. No, I little, know. And we've done a little bit more prep this week. Um, I mean, so like, you did. <laughs> I still I didn't look at yours until about an hour ago. But mm -hmm. I also I like the I like the idea of it being more on the spot and being like you know. Yeah, but but at the same time, like if we know each other's picks, then we can show up with a little bit of an opinion, so that the conversation keeps going, and sure. then the the mixtape already exists, so we've only got to add the listeners' uh, suggestion to yes. the the thing, and it's it's already ready to go. Um, sure. So this so this week's theme. So so for the benefit of anyone listening who hasn't listened before. Um, 
I have a mixtapes podcast called Mixtapes with Mike, where a guest comes on, picks 10 tracks. We talk about each one. And when I release that episode, I also share the guest's mixtape on Apple Music and Spotify. And Steph and I have started coming on here and we're going to have a different theme every week. And we're each going to pick five tracks for that theme. And we're going to make a mixtape live in the episode. But you, the listener, get to put in your suggestion as well. Uh, And this week's theme is music to travel to or drive to. But but first, uh, I wanted to just ask Steph, how's your week been? My week's been, um, it's been okay. It's been all right. Uh, you know, the normal stresses of everything is happening, but um, we both had a birthday on Sunday. So I did have a, a full day hangover, um, which I don't know if you, you get these. It's like, I'm done. I'm done. My whole Monday was shot. I had a Zoom meeting that I missed because I was so fucking, I just couldn't focus. And then it took me a full 24 hours to become normal again. Yeah, because I don't drink on a regular basis anymore, when I do get drunk, the hangovers seem to be so much more severe. I, I, I think there's an element of being match fit. If, like, if you're getting drunk at least once a week, then your tolerance is okay and you can kind of bounce back faster. But the second you stop doing that, when you go out and behave like you can still drink the way you used to, that's when you get your ass handed to you. And it's happened to me. Usually when I'm away with work at like a product launch event, I'll get absolutely annihilated and I'll really, really suffer. And I'm kind of filling a little bit because I think Steph's internet's dropped out again. Uh, so I'll take this opportunity to play this message. I have learned a little bit about the algorithm on stereo. I'm going to keep clapping it up. The more I clap it up, the more notice it'll get. It does more than sharing it. Uh, sharing it is good as well. But I'm just going to keep like spamming that clap button. Of course, I'm excited. <laughs> Thank you very much, Melvin. Sorry, you, it cut it cut out for a bit there. Sorry, I, I, I'm sitting beside my router, so I don't know what the hell's going on right now. Uh, well, like I, I, I was basically saying about how I can't drink like I used to, but when I, when I, when I try to drink like I used to, I, I really, really suffer. And then you disappeared for a second, so I played the message from Melvin, and Melvin says, uh, "The more people clap it up on here, the more the app t- uh, takes notice, and maybe we oh, get more people." Okay, here. clappy, clappy, um, clappy. But um, yeah, I, so so like you 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 had an you had a uh, an eventful birthday fueled with alcohol. I mean, eventful, yeah, I had a nice outside hang. My friends came, brought me a lot of wine. I drank, and then I didn't realize I started red wine too early. And then I, by the end of the evening, I had um, FaceTimed a man that I had just been texting. We were not even close to FaceTiming. And I did, in fact, show him both of my breasts, not at the same time, one at a time. And I knew this the (laughs) next morning when I woke up and I was like, oh my God, did I do what I think I did? Noticed I drank two bottles of red wine to myself. That's a lot of wine. Yeah, it um, is. That's a lot of wine. Yeah, well done. I like. I, I had a much more civilized affair, you know. So like, we, you know, was, the weather was nice, so we went for a walk in the park with my kid and the dog, and then I went skateboarding with some friends for a couple of hours. Um, my wife made me too much food for lunch and too much food for dinner. That's uh, right. And I, I got some records, which was cool. I got um. Cinematic Orchestra record, and I also got the the new Jordana album, which is something that I've been championing just recently. Yeah, man, just, I got some bits and bobs of like filming kit, like lighting and stuff for like, so I can like light the background when I'm doing podcast episodes because oh, apparently, that's good. look at this, because because apparently video is one of the best ways to promote podcasts and stuff. So you've got to make the the shot as nice as possible. So that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I oh, got and, um, a knife from my friend. She said it cuts tomatoes like butter. So okay, like a <laughs> like like an infom- infomercial knife mm-hmm. that cuts through like a soup can type thing. Yeah, she literally got me a single knife, and she said it's the best knife she's ever had. I'm like, all right, I believe you. I believe you. It's it's crazy how like mundane your gifts get when you the older you get, but you're actually quite happy about it. No, um, you're right. The, the older you get, yeah, I got like money from my parents. I'm like, what am I in high school? I mean, I like it, but. I got money from my mum too, but that's because like she, so she, she wants to know what I want for my birthday. So she goes to my wife, my wife turns to me and says, what do you want? So I would like the Danger Doom record. 
uh, I send the link to my wife. My wife sends the link to my mother. My mother then can't work the internet and messages me the day before my birthday and goes, can I just send you some money? Wait, how old did you turn again? I have 39. Wow. Excuse me. Yeah. How does it feel? It's the same. It's just the same. <laughs> like, I'm, you know, and I'm, I'm, my, and Sarah went above and beyond, really. Like, and I was like, why have you gone to so much effort? It's like a really nothing birthday. But then I remember it's Mother's Day over here, like this Sunday. So it just means oh, okay. that I've got, to put, I've got to put in the same kind of effort, basically. That's exactly what that means. Yeah. Yeah. It's preemptive. It's preemptive. Yeah. I mean, she knows what she's doing. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else I got for my... I just had, like, a nice spaced-out hang. People just came by. We just... Oh, my friend got me a hammock, which is quite hilarious because I don't really have space for one. And she's like, here's the gift that nobody asks for. And it is a gift that no one's... I've never wanted one. I do love it. It is comfy as hell. She got perfect colors that do match my house. But it's like, let's be realistic when we're going to use this thing. It's like a camping thing or, like, you know, we're going for a drive somewhere. It's also very heavy to carry around. Okay. So this week's theme is music to travel to. I didn't want to make it just like a, a music to drive to, because I think that's like really overdone compilations that you would get. Uh, you would get them at like petrol stations over here, you know, like okay, very dad rock kind of the best driving album ever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I didn't. I didn't want to do anything like that. But like when I think of like music to travel to, I do think of driving, but I almost like, you know, do that thing where you like imagine your life is a bit of a movie and I almost picture traveling in like a time lapse. Yes. Okay. So, so like you, I, when you picture traveling, you picture you alone in the car. Is that what you pictured? Uh, not necessarily me alone, but, but you know, in your own head traveling, I guess. Okay. Cause I took it as like, driving music was like the first thing i pictured was like me and my friends driving to joshua tree like that's why i was like oh get in the car going on a little road trip usually with somebody that's right. how i pictured it so the, the the first track that i put forward is a, a track called gray day by a band called zoot woman who i know nothing about But uh, the track was used on a snowboard movie that I watched maybe, oh God, it's got to be like 10, 15 years ago. I can't even remember the name of the writer that, whose section it was on, but it's just one of those, it's like, it's slightly electro, but also a little bit indie. And it's got really sort of nice uh, pounding pace to it. And a lot of my picks are, are kind of four to the floor, sort of. Okay. So you're driving, you're driving like a bit of a maniac here. You're not cruising. Well, not necessarily driving like a maniac, but like driving a pace, you know, like, a, you know, on the motorway. Okay, you're not, you're not, you're not just getting on the highway. You're not taking in the sights. You're getting from A to B. Is that what you're saying here? Yeah, but like on a long sort of journey. So like, okay. I mean, the, long, the, the longest drive that I do in a year we'll be like driving up to see family in Scotland and that's that's the kind of that's a six hour trip that you need your playlist dialed in for oh only six excuse me I drove across from Toronto to LA and that was that was five days that was a long long drive holy shit that is a long drive I mean like I've done longer like we've I've, I've been part of like convoys that have gone from the UK over to France or Austria on like snowboard trips but I've never, I've never done like a five dayer. Uh, that's epic. And did you do that 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 trek on your own? Uh, no, no, no. That I had, I had a friend. She was also moving to LA from Toronto. You can't. That's too long. My buddy right now is doing it on his own, and it's like, yeah. I mean, also it's like the staying places. I would not feel comfortable staying. Like I drove through Kansas, and I'll never do that again. So it's like this is the scariest state I've ever seen in my entire life. Like pro-abortion. Um, uh, signs everywhere, like pictures of like dead babies, being like, "This is what you're doing. You're shooting your baby." I was like, "What the fuck?" It was like crazy. Like, I didn't even want to pull over and get gas. I was like, "No, I don't feel comfortable. I'd rather like, <laughs> I'd rather like run down and call like triple and get them to come put gas in my car for me." i 
Okay, so the the next track is uh, is your pick. Have you? Can you get like Apple Music? I'm looking at it right now. Yes. So oh, cool. mine is yes. Sunday morning by No Doubt. It's just a nice. I don't know if you got as much into the this No Doubt album as like everybody I fucking knew, um, but it was like just an easy listening, fun, upbeat album that kind of gets you like you know what? Let's start. Like this would be like a, a, the beginning of my drive. Like let's get a little bump in the step here, huh? Let's get excited for the car trip. Let's get excited to get on the road. It's just like a bubbly kind of, you know, fun. You can sing along. You don't have to like. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I remember when this album came out, and at the time I was really into sort of, uh, I guess it was like, you, you're talking like new metal era and a lot of West Coast punks. And because that album wasn't overly like distorted, it didn't appeal to me as much at the time. But okay. I've listened to it since, and it's really, really nicely done. And it I is. wish. I wish Gwen Stefani would get back to doing No Doubt stuff. Because even the later No Doubt stuff that was a bit more pop, it was still good. Yeah, I didn't like the angle she took, the whole poppy, poppy, B-A-N-A, all that crap. I cannot even listen to. I can't stomach it. Especially after this, because this album was incredible. Yeah, it's... um... Because they had had a couple of albums after this before she went off doing solo stuff. Um, they weren't, it, it just nothing came as close to this, and I think everyone has wanted this again, but that clearly can't happen. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it, you know, it's, it's like there are certain bands that you expect to recreate themselves and like move on, and there's certain bands that you just want to stay in their lane and give me more of of that thing that I want. Yeah. So which track is it? Sunday morning. That's that's the one that really gets my gears grinded up. It's just like a, it's just like a fun little like, it's like what you feel like you'd see if you're watching like two girls going on a road trip and it's like, here we go, see you later, mom and dad. And then it's like, it's just like what you think you see like any indie movie or like alt movie beginning. Yeah, it's a, it's a very fun sort of. Cause I mean, it's, it's that 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 is ska music. To, you know, it's 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 up tempo. It's got a bounce to it, and the bass line is great in this. Yeah. All right. So my next pick is a track by We Are Scientists. Um, and they were a band who, because they're American, I think. Um, I, I've definitely heard the band before, yes. Um, but but they, they did really well in Europe and around the UK. Um, and this is kind of like maybe early to mid noughties they, they, they were doing well and this track After Hours I used to love listening to this um, and it, I heard it on the radio for the first time in years the other day and it made me feel really nostalgic because at the time I was, uh, I was I was a gigging musician so like I was, I was driving from gig to gig like any spare time outside of my day job I was going off to, to play music and this would be the sort of thing I'd be listening to on a really late night driving back from God knows where. And it's and it's it's basically a loop. But so like there's this little sort of guitar riff that loops round in it, but they play different bass notes and chords behind it. So the tr- the song kind of moves around that loop. Um and yeah, I just I, I love it to bits. And I don't know I don't know what what they're doing now. I don't know if they're still going or but uh, I hope they are, because they were always kind of funny. Like, whenever you saw them, like, on interviews or, like, their music videos, there was always, like, a, a, a good sense of humor about them. I like a, I like a funny band. Yeah. That's what you, like, Death from Above, my favorite band. They're funny as hell. Like, a band that can just get up and be also, like... It's just, it's nice to watch a nice little banter while you're watching a band. It's also to see, like, the band getting along and joking around, like, oh, this looks fun. Yeah, like you almost want into the gang kind of thing because yes. 
they kind of they create this vibrance and this atmosphere because they're laughing and they're sort of entertaining each other so much. And I think I think sometimes you've got to do that for each other because like if you're if you go, if you're rocking through the same set for like the, the 25th time, you know, you've got to make it entertaining for each other. I actually have a playlist on my phone called Wake the Fuck Up You're Driving and it starts with Death From Above. Yeah. Oh yeah, if you also yeah. wanna like if you wanna go for a run, put on any death they're for like you're a woman I'm a machine, put that on, you're running the whole time. Like it's just got that like dan 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 like that fucking beat that just keeps you going. Okay, so let's see, let's see what this message is. See, my first track would be Big Girls Don't Cry by Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. You know that song? I just, it uh, gets me pumped. I can't drive myself, you know. I've got a scooter. <laughs> uh, Bella Vita is kind of like a Labrata. But I can't. But that's that's what I would listen to, you know. <laughs> I love that he's like, I can't drive. This is my track. <laughs> if I could, I would drive. My oh my. I, yeah, I think, like, well, you, the last track on this playlist, I think, is a similar sort of thing, like, just playfully kind of bouncing along in the car. Like, that is a very sort of yeah. joyful, like, rock and roll kind of track. All right, um, so what, what's your next The next, next pick? one is Seasons by Future Island. And this one is, like, a nice... I feel like it's like you finally get on the open road, you're off a main highway, you might be like driving down some country roads. It's just like, seasons change. It's just like a nice, it's a, it's got a nice ring to it. I like his voice. It's like chill, but it like builds a little bit, but it's also a nice one, like you said, how you, you can like kind of zone out for a second and just, you know, kind of be in your own little head. Yeah. Like, um, I guess pick this track actually for a previous episode of Mixtapes. Um, oh, is it, he's the, the stand-up that, that sort of produces Jim Jeffries. I don't know about that. Forrest. Forrest Shaw. That's oh, Forrest Shaw. Yes, I know Forrest Shaw. Yes, yes, yes. It's a good that's, song. Yeah. And their um, history is so good because that song kind of made them finally pop after they had been doing it for years. I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know the sort of backstory of them, but like quite a few people have raved about them to me. Well, they've been doing it for, I think it was like 15 years or something. And then that song finally got fucking huge. And then they were on like, I, uh, I don't know if it was Conan or Letterman, but I think it was Conan. And then everyone was like, who are these guys? And they're like, oh, they've been doing this. Like, that's how I feel like my comedy career is going to be. I'm just going to have to keep doing it for fucking 400 years. And then finally one person is going to go, wait a second, who's this? And I'll be like, I'm old as hell. Like, I don't know what to tell you. All right, this is another sort of four at the floor, make you drive fast kind of sort of number. And I think not just like the pacing of the track, but also the music video makes me think uh, of driving. It's Go With The Flow by Queens of the Stone Age. She said I fell on my 
This is, you know what? I got kind of jealous that you picked this one and I didn't. This is a very envious track. Yeah, it, that's a very, very good one. Like, I, I was obsessed with the music video for this when this came out. I don't even, was it him driving? I don't, I don't remember watching it. It's, it's, it's basically like a fully red landscape and they're playing on the back of like an old pickup that is tearing through this, this cartoon red desert but they're they're essentially like silhouetted but you can see Josh Holmes kind of white eyes that's the only other thing you can oh, see okay. and of course that's the area where Grohl was doing the drumming for them so like and it's it's yeah it's this kind of animated odyssey where this uh, this pickup is being chased through this red landscape and they, all of a sudden the, the landscape changes and they're driving across like the side of a woman's body or it's it's crazy like it like it's, this was the sort of thing that i would sort of skip from music channel to music channel trying to find that music video again because I, I i love watching it so much They are, uh, he's also a fucking beast live. Like, they are, I saw them in Germany, actually, um, and it was really funny because it's the first time I ever saw a concert not in Canada or the States, and I was like, oh, shit, because it was like, the Germans were kind of singing along, but then when any time a chorus would come, they'd all be like, you can go, but, like, they, when there was the rest of the song, it was just, like, me kind of singing, and Josh Holm actually threw his guitar pick in the crowd, and I felt I was wearing white all-star high tops, and I felt something, like a little graze on the top of my foot. I was like, no way. And I looked the fuck down and his goddamn guitar pick was sitting on my fucking foot. And I still have it. Amazing. Mm-hmm. That's quality. It was, a, it was a cool fucking concert too. Like it was in, I believe, Oberhausen, Germany. So it wasn't even like a main city. It was like a small little town and it wasn't like crazy packed. Um, have you ever listened to them Crooked Vultures? Yes. Um, Yes, I saw them at a very insane venue, like a casino, and no, hardly anyone was there because it was like a four-hour drive from Toronto's place to Windsor, right across from Detroit. And it was at this like literally casino. And me and my friend Allison were like, what the fuck? We were at the front of the stage. There was maybe 20 people behind us. And we just watched Dave Grohl go nuts on the drums. And I was like, this is insane. Like, I, I think it's the closest I've ever been to a concert. It was like wild that nobody was there. Yeah, it's 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 well, it's kind of crazy when you happen upon little things like that that just obviously haven't been properly promoted or they didn't think it through when they booked the venue. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they, they there can be they can be amazing when you you know when you're the one of the few who get to enjoy it and and your view isn't encumbered by like a tall guy in front of you and you've got space to just take it all in. Yeah. Um, I saw well, them crooked vultures at. Uh, a festival that's fairly local um, and that was the first time I heard them so I, I saw them live before I listened to the album and I, I don't know like I, just, I, I get I got the idea of it like all these sort of monumental musicians but like I, like, I either want Foo Fighters or I want Queens of the Stone Age like I I don't I, I, I yes I, oh I definitely like Queens better than fucking I, I would say if I had to pick one Queen's Drive song, it'd be The Lost Art of Keeping a Secret or Monsters of the Paris. Obsessed with that song. Yeah, the, the other one that I used to love was um, First It Giveth. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we, I'm going to be like listening to fucking Queen's after this for the next fucking three days. Yeah, well, you know, me too. But like, you know, my, when that album came out, uh, my girlfriend at the time, we we would be driving and we we'd play the song and we would we would do the harmonies like for those choruses like and fucking buzz off doing it like you know for for all my lack of experience in karaoke um, that we spoke about the other week like yeah I was fu- I was fully in for like singing uh, in the in the car. All it right, is so a, yeah one of my tracks is specifically a singing in the car track because there's something about. I just feel like it sounds better in the car. Like people say it sounds better in the shower. I don't, I'm not going to sing in the shower alone. I feel like a pervert. But if I'm in the fucking car, 
I'm wailing on some songs. Yeah, I'm guilty of that too. And and there's that there's that weird invisibility cloak where you forget that people might be watching when you're in traffic oh, and you're yeah. really going for it. Well, that's why. Yeah, my next song, which is you know not not the most uplifting song, by but Rooster by Alice in Chains, is I I play it on every car trip I go on because I fucking love singing it. I, I don't know. I just, I feel like I'm really good at singing. I know I'm not, and I would never sing it for karaoke. It's so depressing. But I just love being in the car and, like, blaring it. I don't know what it is. I have for years. It's, it's every time I go on any car trip, I play it. Yeah, like, I'm, like I'm pretty late to Alice in Chains, really. I didn't listen to them as much when I was younger. But I, I, I've been listening to them a lot more recently, especially when I've been doing this because other people have put them forward like JJ uh, Whitehead picked a, um, an Alice in Change track for his episode um, yeah it's like my dad listened to it a lot when I was growing up and like so he when we'd go on like car trips and like drive to Highland dancing competitions my dad would play like fucking Stone Temple Pilots and, Queens, and like Alice in Chains and like blare it so as a kid I'd be like singing along to Rooster like literally eight or nine like yeah, yeah. and you know what the hell it was about obviously but just like I knew all the fucking words. Amazing. I was like, so if you were going to pick like an, an Alice in Chains album for someone to start with? Uh, I mean, what, I would say Dirt, I guess. Is that the one that one's from? I think it is. I remember listening to like a Jerry Cantrell track that he did I, I, in between Alice in Chains. Maybe they were on a hiatus or something. But Jerry Cantrell had this track called I'll Cut You In. And it was a really, really sort of good single, but oh uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think there. Are, I, I didn't really get a chance to hear the rest of, of uh, the Jerry Cantrell kind of solo stuff. Well, the new guy now they have apparently my actually my dad's sister saw them live right before the pandemic, um, and the new guy apparently sounds exactly like um, what's his goddamn name? Oh, Lane Staley. Um, yeah. Like the new guy sounds incredible. Like usually, you know, when people like my dad being a huge fan of theirs, being like, "Well, I'll go and see it," but I'm, I, it's not going to sound the same. And then after he was like, "Holy shit, he, he sounds almost better." Like it's crazy when some people like take over, and then you're like, "God damn it!" Yeah, I mean, like because sometimes it's like a bit of a it's a bit of a sort of shadow to be sort of beneath, you know, that, that you know, taking over for from for someone like that, but. And you, you know the, the temptation would be to to sort of put your own kind of stamp on it, but they they, they have a very similar sound, um, yeah. And I, I think they're better for it. And I've I've got friends who are like massive Alice in Chains fans who are really sort of into the newer stuff just as much as as, as the older stuff now. So yeah, uh, it was just that's a cool you know that doesn't happen a lot, so it's nice when a band can do that. what Melvin's saying. Oh, so I would probably choose something from Black Market Music from Placebo. I'd probably just play the album, to be honest, because they're probably one of the best bands uh, in the whole world. I've seen them live a few times. Uh, they're a mitzvah. <laughs> they are a mitzvah. Uh, yeah, every me and every you off that album. Absolutely stonking track. That's, that would so, like, if we're going to pick a track from, from that album, I, that would be what I would put in, Melvin. Um, so yeah, I'd have to put that decision out of your hands. Yeah, that, that is a good album. I haven't thought about Placebo in a long fucking time. i got to get some of that music on my phone again. Oh, there's a... Oh. There's an album, it's either Something and Ghosts, or it might just be called Ghosts, 
that's really good and they did like a limited edition version that came with a second CD of them doing covers and it was phenomenal. I, uh, I, I don't, see what they're from, they're British, aren't they? Um, they were, they kind of made it in the UK, but the, this certainly the, the lead singer's American. Oh, okay. Sure. Um, yeah, okay, so what was my next pick? My next pick was, oh, Pounding by the Doves. Doves are like a UK sort of indie band who they don't really sort of they never really played to like the stereotypical indie stuff of like the late 90s and noughties um, like Oasis and, and stuff like that they very much did their own thing and they actually paid for the production of their first album by making a really commercial dance track um, I'll, I'll try and fi- I'll try and find out who it was by um, but it was like a proper funk like borderline disco track with a female vocalist and and it did really well in the charts and that paid for their studio which enabled them to to create the first Doves record and oh that's some, cool and there's some amazing tracks on that but the first time I ever heard them was there's a there's a cool music show in the UK called uh, Later with Jules Holland it starts at like half ten at night or something like that and it, and, and it, the whole thing's kind of in the round but looking in on themselves so all the bands are set up at the same time just hanging out in their own little thing and they're kind of performing towards the centre of this circle and they just rotate the cameras in the studio. So they're all kind of... And, and the show always starts with them with every band jamming together. Oh, that's cool. It's really cool. And it's always a really eclectic mix every episode. So like if you, if you get a chance to watch it online later with Jules Holland, is because it's been it's been going like 20 years at this point. So there's there's some legendary stuff. There's probably loads of it on YouTube to be fair. Um, but the first time I ever saw Doves, they were playing this track uh, on that show, and it's such again like it's a four to the floor, literally pounding track. And I was just like, who are these guys? Why don't I know who they are? How can I get more? And they they're. They're uh, the kind of guys who will switch up musicians. Sorry, they will switch up instruments through songs. I so, like, fucking love that. So like, there'll be, they'll, you know, one guy will be playing guitar for the most of the thing and then it'll, it breaks down into like a, some sort of percussive samba thing right at the end of it. And all three of them are just playing drums at the end. It turns into this kind of almost carnival style percussion. Um, they're really good. And some of their stuff is quite sort of chilled and kind of atmospheric um I'll, I'll pick out some some of my favorite doves tracks and i'll send them to you to, to check out but, but but for traveling pounding is one of my favorites I love when a uh, when you see a live band, they all. Have you ever seen um, Gaysayer? I've heard of, but I don't really know anything about. Oh, them. they do that. They fucking. The first time I saw them, I was like mind blown. They like played a track, and they all went all right, and they all stood up and moved like clockwork to the next fucking instrument. I was like, wait, what? And they did that the entire time they played. They all played one of the instruments, and I was like, what is happening right now? Like I've never seen that in a band. That's insane. Like, was, I want to see insanity. that. It was insanity. I, like, I... 
And I love the way they sound too. Yeah, I actually almost picked one of their tracks, but I was like, I know I'll use them for another one of another one of our top fives. But um, yeah, it was that. It, uh, it was. There's like a, there's a sort of songwriter guy. He's like a multi instrumentalist by the name of Adam. Uh, so it's Adam, but spelt with a em at the end. And he has a similar thing when he plays live. All the musicians switch out throughout the gig, and he and he also has lots of toy instruments that he kind of incorporates into some of the songs. Very kind of melancholic stuff, but some really joyful stuff as well. Um, but uh, yeah, like you know, like squeeze box pianos. Was it like a what's it called a melonia or, or a melonium or something like that, where you're like literally squeezing bellows and playing like organ like keys and little harps and stuff it's yeah it's insane oh. all right who who are we listening to next next up is it's me right next up yeah. is oh yeah 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 this is a good track don't you ever by spoon have you ever heard the song i've not heard the song but spoon were also picked by forrest shaw when he had his episodes of oh, Spoon, I think, uh, is an American band, but they like, I wasn't really into them. They had been around for a while, but this song is like, you're going to listen to it. It's one of those songs where you're like, it doesn't really matter what kind of music you're into or what you like. It's just, I I really like the song We're Traveling because I have gotten like, I think five of my friends on this song just from me playing it in the car. Like anytime I would go up, drive to my cottage or drive to like a show or like if we had like comics going to a gig, I'd play it and then everyone would be like, who the fuck is this? And I'm like, it's just one of those shows. It's like, and now it's become like one of my sister's favorite shows because every time we drive now, I put it on. And it's just like, it's got a really, really chill, but kind of like, it's just like, it's like a really, I I can't explain exactly. It's just like another one of those songs too where you're like, huh. And you just kind of get happy. You know, some songs like kind of a weird perk and you just kind of get happy for some reason from them. Like it's just something about them just like tickles your ear the right way. Yeah. If that's like what this song did to me. And then I got like more, I, I literally had not even, hadn't even heard of them before. I just heard this song and I was like, who the hell is this? And then that got me on like a bit of a spoon um, frenzy. But I still, this, out of all of their songs, I'm still like this one, like by far is their best one, in my opinion. Okay, but it's amazing. a super chill. Um, yeah, it's just like one of those, like kind of put it on the <laughs> background. I usually have it like, a, if I have a party, I'll have it on like, if I was going to do a DJ night, it would be on early in the night, just to get people kind of social. Like, it's a nice, like, background song, but it's also a nice, like, if you're doing some work and you want to listen or, again, you want to zone out, like, it's just, like, a nice kind of, like, it's there, it's not too much. You're having a nice time listening to it. All right, so my next track is by one of my favorite bands. Uh, it's called The Joy Formidable. Have you ever heard of them? No. Maybe you've oh. mentioned them before. That's how I've heard of them, but I haven't listened. So they're a Welsh three-piece. Uh, and the the lead singer and the bassist are together, which always always fascinates me because you're all you're almost waiting for it to for the wheels to fall off when when that's the case. Um, but they they play this really massive sounding epic soundscapey rock stuff. So like quite often it'll be like a sort of a, like there'll be like a proper song structure, but towards the end they'll descend into like feedback affected loops and just thrashy noises and they get really fucking heavy and the drummer has like a like a massive gong behind him in his with his his drum kit and they also switch up a little bit the bassist will sometimes play keyboard or piano and um and worrying is the first track i ever heard by the Joy Formidable and they were playing it at South by Southwest in a bike shop of all places. Oh shit. But when it got when it got to the breakdown towards the end when it gets heavy and it's almost like post rock kind of bigness. Um, she's just thrashing around on the floor, twisting all the knobs on her effects pedals, making the feedback 
like and the, the reverb just go fucking mental and I was just like this is insane because like it's a lot of noise for a three piece fuck I love that don't you love also seeing a band like that in such a small little venue you feel like connected to them kind of for the rest of your life almost. oh yeah absolutely and like Mitzi the lead singer she's she, she's this petite blonde who always wears very sort of pretty dresses but she swears like a fucking sailor she reminds me of you <laughs> oh. i was like i like that. i mean i don't always wear pretty dresses but i do swear like a sailor yeah this is true um and but and the the dynamic between the three of them is always hilarious um you know they they proper take the piss out of each other uh the the, the drummer is the weird one of the three um but the music is very often really, really beautiful. Uh, very proud of their Welsh heritage as well. Um, um, they did. They, they had an album that came out a few years back called Hitch, and they had a really interesting track that, with a video, was female misogyny kind of thing, like uh, objectifying men. Uh, oh, and, I'm gonna like you know, that. It, it, and it was a challenging watch for me. But but that kind of that kind of makes the point of like how uncomfortable like the other side of the the coin could be for women and uh, which isn't something you you, you normally consider. Uh, so it's kind of a it was a clever way of, of sort of getting that point across. Uh, they're a really really interesting band. And, oh, and, I like that. And, they, and this this track is called Worrying and it's got this beautiful chime that that runs through the whole thing. Uh, and it's just amazing. I'll send you the video when we get off uh, of the performance. So, Following on from the Joy Formidable, we find ourselves at our final track, and I've I've deliberately tracked this towards the end because when you <laughs> sent me this track, I was like, "What? You what? got mad, and then I got mad at you. You were like, your alarmingness towards it. I, that's not how you say it, but like you were like your disdain for this to be on this track was as upsetting me. I was like, how dare you not <laughs> think? It, and this was, I'll tell you, my first one. The first song that came to my head, the second we said driving music, this was number one. <laughs> and you were like, what the hell, Brandy Monica? I was like, yeah, Brandy and Monica, the boy is mine. You're goddamn right. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you're in the car with. I don't care if it's your parents. I don't care if it's your best friend. I don't care if you're alone. This is the most fun song to drive to in a car. If there's four of you, you pick half and half. If there's three, two of you team up. If there's just you, guess what? You sing both parts and you're having a blast. Also, great jam. Just a fun little thing in it. It's got like a nice little backbeat. It is a, it is a, a go-to for me anytime I'm in my car. It's 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 the it's the best. Yeah, I did like because I was so in my head about like like fast pace and and like getting there. Like I was yes. so in in that headspace. That when you put it in, it was like this, this hard left turn. I was like, "What?" That's because you know, yeah. I think because well, because you just said like when you just said your longest drive was to Scotland, six hours. In Canada, sometimes the gigs are from fucking Toronto to like Thunder Bay or like Sault Ste. Marie, which is like nine hours. So when you're in a car with two fucking slob comics for nine hours, you gotta find fun things to do. And like this was always a song I'd put on. And doesn't matter what kind of type of guy was in the car, I'd either like make them like look up the words to sing their side, or they would already fucking know it. Cause it's just like you get so into it. And like as being a comedian, you get like you get into it like not yours, but my, and then you get like you actually start like acting the part. Like it's like it's an insane it takes me over. Yeah. It really and, does. And, and when you explain that. I was like, okay, now I get it. Like, I, I had to concede. Like, I see how that would be a lot of fun. Um, but uh, yeah, it did, when you first suggested it, I was like, huh? 
but then when you explained, I was just like, yeah, that does sound like a lot of fun. I can picture the the act outs that that would that would take place when you. Oh when... yeah, lot of act outs, lot of act outs. You're making me want to do a whole uh, video right now with it uh, of me in in my car doing both sides. Well, there you go. There's your next skit for TikTok. Um, I mean, I'll t- no, I'm going off social media next week. I was going to tell you, I'm going, I'm doing no social media for a week because it's making me uh, wildly upset and I need to, I need to calm down. So I need to get off it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to have to get you on WhatsApp then so I can harass you somehow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or, yeah. We all have to do that or email or um, yeah, I, I got to put it all away because I can't, uh, I can't look at it. No, like I, I completely understand that. Like I, I had a good streak a couple of weeks ago where I like, I wouldn't look at it until at least midday, and I would very often try to go later than that because there's nothing you need to see during the day. No, there isn't. You know, like and you know, people are really only on there in the evening. So like you're check, it's that kind of, it's that opening the fridge door mentality where you're you're looking expecting there to be something new and there isn't. That's exactly it. And it's like, especially with me, with the whole TikTok thing, it's like my shadow ban now has gone uh, almost a whole month. So it's just like, oh, okay, I spent a full year working on my account and now they're punishing me and not taking me off. So it's like, I kind of feel like I wasted a bunch of time doing these videos. And it's, that's really, I'm like, I could have been writing and like, I'm working on these other things that I need to be like, you know, like I have a meeting at three with this guy and I'm like, fuck, I haven't even looked at the outline he sent me. It's just like, I should be working on this shit because this shit's actually more important than my stupid videos getting views. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's weird the the, the value we place on that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not normal. It's like, and I'm getting really depressed and it's like, I know it sounds crazy, but I'm like, I actually cried yesterday because I've been shadow banned for so long that it's like, it doesn't matter what I do, I can't get off it. And it's like, well, fuck you. I've just spent, I have almost 100,000 followers and now you're punishing me. You're like, nope, that's it. You're not going any higher. You're done. It's like, well, what the fuck was the point of this? Why did I spend so much time pushing the app, doing all, like, it's just, I feel stupid is what it is. And I don't want to feel stupid. Well, that's fair enough, mate. You've got, you've got, yeah. you've got to do stuff to take care of yourself and get yourself in a good frame of mind. That's yeah. important. Yeah. So, out of curiosity, when you did these like long drives, like through Canada to gigs, like, what, was the, was there a decent fee at the end of that, or was it literally not always? No, oh not always. God. There, there was like sometimes. There was, there was one night I remember it was white out snow, and it was me and my buddy Nick Reynolds and coming back from this bullshit gig where I think we got like fifty bucks each, and I had to pull over because I couldn't see. And I remember sitting in the car and we were both just silent. Like I turned the radio off because I was like I can't think right now, and I remember being like, "Holy fuck, this is not worth it." Like literally risking our lives for fifty dollars. And then like, plus I had to pay my parents back for gas. So it was like, what was the point of this? Like there's, and then there's one where I drove actually with the same guy, Nick Reynolds and Dave Mahesh. We drove to um, uh, Sudbury, which was nine and a half hours. And my buddy Dave passes out the second we get in the car. I'm like, this motherfucker, Nick Reynolds thank God, like Death from Above. We listened to every goddamn Death from Above song. But I remember we got there and then I bombed because I was so tired and delirious from driving. I got, I went on stage first did 15 minutes, bombed my dick off. And I was like, what a waste of my time. Back in the car the next morning, drove nine and a half hours straight back home. I was like, that was stupid. Yeah, and like it's it's especially painful when you drive a long way and have a shit one. Or you drive a long way and it's not even a proper gig. Yeah, you know? yeah. This was like, and I was just so tired and it was just, it was too much. Oh God, yeah. So like my, my uh, wake the fuck up driving playlist invariably would be played when I start nodding on the motorway. I'll pull over for like a 20 minute nap, wake up, cane a coffee, and then stick death from above on, and then that would get me home for the last section of the drive. Uh, All right, well, look, I, I, I hope you have, I hope your week off social media is restorative and like, I know, think like, it will. Like, yeah, I think it will. Like, I think, and I think sometimes uh, taking a little break from that c- can maybe kick you into gear in terms of like 
you know, monitoring and controlling how yeah, much Yeah, and realizing that it's not that big a deal. I'm like, yeah, I, I literally do have things I should be, other things I, I could be working, that I, I actually ha have to be working on that I'm like, ignoring. So I'm like, well, looking at my phone for no goddamn reason. Yeah. Oh, God, we've got three messages. Hold on. It's called uh, Sleeping with Ghosts. Uh, there's recently been a new picture of Brian Moko. He starts. He started looking a bit like he used to look uh, when he first came around with a lot of black hair, except for it's kind of grey blonde at the front now because he's getting older. I'm excited. <laughs> Brian, like, I was very confused by Brian Moko when Placebo first uh, came on the scene because I, I didn't realize he was a dude, and I was like, oh, she's cute. Like, oh, right, that's a confusing moment. <laughs> I enjoy seeing your videos on the Instagram, uh, Miss Steph to Left. Um, I, I put some videos on TikTok, but I don't really pay attention to it that much. It's a weird old uh, app, uh, TikTok, you know. I, I don't really do that one, but I enjoy seeing your videos. I find them funny, very hilarious. Well, thank you, Melvin. I, You're the I, only I, one. <laughs> I, Melvin put a video out uh, of him taking his furry hat out for a walk and it getting very excited at the prospect that was, that was quite amusing <laughs> we have one more uh, I think to finish mine off you know I'd be riding riding home from work or whatever you do and I would be listening to the payback by James Brown cause uh, you know that would be awesome you know have that blaring out people are like oh what's that guy so cool out there with his Paybacks and these James Browns, and I'm waving, and then they see me there, they're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Paybacks a good track. That's a that is a like a sort of uh, cruising home, slightly mellower kind of track. Yeah, I like that. I have never heard it. I have, I have a lot of listening to do, and I have time now because I can listen to it while I do my writing next week. <laughs> All right, well, um. Thank you, uh, everyone, for like listening today. Uh, if you're just joining us, maybe consider going back to the beginning and listen to the whole thing. Basically, we've just made a mixtape live in the episode um, on for the theme of music to travel or drive to. Uh, I'll be taking the audio from this and turning it into a full-blown episode of mixtapes on my normal podcast feed. So if you want to listen to that, just search for mixtapes with Mike or just click the link in my profile on here and it'll take you there. A uh, really funny episode came out this week with one of my sort of UK comedy heroes, a guy by the name of Dan Nightingale. It's really cool sitting down talking to him. Uh, and uh, keep an eye on Steph Tolev and everything that she does because she is very funny. Destined for greatness. Thank you. You too, Mike. <laughs> you right, too. One, more, one more message and then we'll all okay. say them. All right. Mixtape, Mike, I did today. And Stephen to Lee, I did today. I came to say hello. I see, I have to go. But I'll be listening to the podcast. <laughs> and there we go. Came to say hi. That's, nice, man. That is that is the joy of stereo, folks. So uh, come join us next week. If you search for mixtapes in stereo, if you get hold of the stereo app, uh, you'll find a listing for the next time we sit down to do this and uh what theme should we do next week oh shit what theme should we do next week what do you want to do, 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 do songs that make you happy considering you're taking oh, a week of nice. social media yeah, that's good that's a good one i was gonna say songs that you love moshing to but no no that's that seems a bit too aggressive yeah 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 let's let's do happy songs all right well i'll tell you what like um I'll send you, I've got a couple of playlists with this in mind, so I'll send it to you regardless for you to check out, and then we'll 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 organize getting together next week. Great. Does stereo count as social media? Or are you, no, are you no, I can do stereo. Because I, right. I don't have to look at anything. All right, mate. Well, look, I, enjoy your week off. I hope you it's productive, and I hope you feel better. Yeah. All right. I'll talk, okay. I'll talk to you in a bit, mate. Okay, bye. Bye, everyone. So that concludes this week's episode. I really enjoy these live episodes with Steph. They are a lot of fun. 
I would co-host every episode of Mixtapes with her if I could, but she's a very busy lady doing stand-up out in LA, and I hope that one day, when the world sorts its shit out, I can get over there and we can go out for a beer, because I am very grateful for the time that she gives up for the podcast. As always, we keep the music discussed played below the conversation, because I believe that all musicians should be paid for what they do, so if you want to listen to the Mixtape in full, you can find it on Apple Music or Spotify by clicking the link in the show notes. But for now, I will see you next week for another episode of Mixtapes with Mike. You